0: Hey, Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solo Mom's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced
1: that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can
0: tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, no obligation. No um, no commitment just chat and so don't parent alone click the link below book a, book a chat with me an obligation confidential and safe place to talk about you
2: tired weary frustrated what would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone what's stopping you from living your best life now On Solo Moms Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom, dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy Increase your income and live with joy and purpose in this battle of life. It's hard to keep your head above the water
0: to win this fight. My guest today is Crystal Jakowski. Um, She's a brand marketing manager and a radical self-ownership teacher and writer based
3: in Colorado. Welcome, Crystal. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me here. Excited to just hang out for a little bit.
0: (laughs) I appreciate it. Um, So before we get into the meat of the show, who is Crystal? Tell us.
3: Oh, I am a person who loves to bring sunshine and light and joy to everybody around me. I like to lift up the weightiness and help us see that there's stuff that we have to deal with and we deal with that and then we're all, we can experience joy more, we can experience awe in the moment that we're living instead of feeling just weighed down and stressed out and overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all over the place. I love to do so many things. I do pottery and I play around with the piano and I love to meet people and I love to learn things and I love to work with my hands. And I'm one of those people that you always find me doing something because I love a full life and I love experiencing everything that's out there. And that includes connections with people like you and learning a little bit about each other and recognizing like my biggest thing is recognizing that we are all we're all a part of each other and we are all beautiful in our own ways and that uniqueness is what makes life so awesome because if we were all the same and had the same beliefs life would be absolutely boring
1: yes so for sure. let's
3: yeah let's let's play around let's meet each other let's love each other let's encourage each other and change the narrative that has been way too much too often touted around everywhere. Right.
0: Okay. Thank you. Um I always <laughs> like to ask that question because it give us a taste of, you know, how you see yourself and give us insight into who you are as a person. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So I see this radical self-ownership teacher what is that? What does that mean?
3: Um, It means that I myself had to do some radical self-ownership. I had to recognize that my choices had put me into this miserable place in life. And that the only way that I was going to be able to change that was to make my own choices to get out of that. That meant little steps. That meant big steps. That meant that I had to own the fact that I was the creator of reality. And because of my exist experience, because of everything that I went through and all of the lessons that I learned, then people started turning to me and saying, "Wow, you've really changed. Can you teach me? Tell me about it. what do you How did you learn this? How did you come to do this?" And it came through a lot of pain and perseverance and ugly things. You know, we don't like to look at those those choices um, and those experiences and yet understanding where we came from and why we made them and how it put us there um can really free us up for a better life so owning your stuff um owning how you got here recognizing that you don't have to be there you don't have to let your past define you and you can choose something different yeah radical mm-hmm. self ownership wow yeah so
0: one no- noticing that it wasn't right and acknowledging that and then deciding, well, if you want it the way you want it, you got to do it, right? You got to do the work. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No one can do it for you. This is your life. And you may say, I wish somebody would fix this, or I wish somebody would fix that, or I wish that person would apologize to me for what they did. They may be oblivious and have no idea that they upset you in any way, shape or form. And it's really your job to either, have a tough conversation with them to fix it or find forgiveness in your own heart and let it go. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's funny that a lot of time we, we want to blame, we want to blame something or Mm -hmm. someone, and that keeps us locked in the effects of whatever it is we're blaming for Um, but if we just do that work, then we can be free. Like you've set yourself free. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But it takes a lot of work and mine, my work came in. I was, I was married. I had gotten married because that was what the religion expected. And I followed that path and I ended up having two kids and I felt I was, I was really working my butt off in the home. My husband would come home and when he was done, he would sit on the couch and I would run the household in addition to my job. Like I was constantly working myself into the ground. I was constantly like I would start laundry before I went to work. I would do more when I came home. I would cook dinner, do all the dishes, get the kids. You know, I was running everything in in addition to a job and it was so draining and I kept burning out. And I would burn out and my husband would say, well, okay, let's fix it and let's change it. And it would change for a week or two. And then it would just continue doing the cycle. And, and I ended up in theater, long story short, I ended up doing a theater show and by surrounding myself with people who, um, saw me in a different light and supported me in a different light, instead of continuing to run myself into the ground and saying, as a mom, this is who I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to do, I recognized that there was more to life. And I could still be a mom, but I didn't have to be weighted down and held back by those other things. I could acknowledge my self-worth and my growth, and I could make new choices and new changes, which put me into a much better space in life where now I can find joy and I can laugh wholeheartedly with a full belly and make people laugh with me because really, Yeah. Life is joyful. Life is fun. Life is filled with wonder and happiness. Yes, for sure. Oh, so you, are you a solo mom now? No, my, I am now a grandma (laughs) and, um, I am remarried to someone who looked at me and said, I just, I see you growing and I am really drawn to that growth and I want to support your growth. So can I be a part of that? And it's been a much better ride than the first time. Awesome.
0: Oh, congratulations on that. Um, so this thing with with us as women, mom, I think mm-hmm. I think it's mostly moms. When we for some reason when we have kids, it just seems like we take on not just the responsibility for the kids, but for everything else and everyone else. Do you Are you able to tell us why that
3: is, at least from your perspective? Well, we've learned it. We've all been programmed and taught that that's kind of what you do. Whether it was our mom or the religion or the society around us, we've learned that we're supposed to take it on and smooth feathers and make things better. We are the ones who keep things going and pick up the pieces when people fall apart. Our moms learned it from their moms, from their moms, from their moms. It just keeps perpetuating the cycle that goes on. And the thing is that we have the ability to completely break that cycle. First Mm -hmm. off, we have to acknowledge that we are finite beings. There's only so much of us to go around. And when we are completely spent, nobody around us gets any benefit. Right. Not only are we completely drained and flattened out, but then you can't do the laundry. Eventually your body, your mind, your everything says, Nope, it's time for you to take care of you and you're completely out of commission. So if we recognize that we are a finite resource and we recognize that we need to fill our cups before we fill everybody else's cups, the beautiful thing that happens here is that we start to be an example to everyone around us. We have these kids, and these kids are looking up to us, and they see us continually running ourselves into the ground. Now, the boys grow up learning that that is the kind of wife that they need to look for. And the girls grow up learning that they are supposed to feed into this. They are supposed to, they see, okay, well, that's my role. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. But if you stop that cycle and you say, you know what? We're going to take 10 minutes. Mommy needs a break. Mommy needs some self care. Mm -hmm. So we're going to, we're going to do this together, or we're going to do that. And you start teaching them that mommy's going to go to bed early because mommy's really tired. If you start verbalizing the self care that you are doing to fill your own cup, if you start encouraging them to do that and you help teach them the vocabulary, Hey, you seem really emotional. Can I help you through that? Would you like to take some time and, and take a nap? What would make you feel better? How can you improve your situation? Let me help you improve so that you can learn. So that from a young age, they learn, oh, it's okay to take care of myself. It's okay to have these emotions. It's okay to be frustrated and angry. It's okay to pull back and say, I need a break for me. And then they teach it to their kids and they teach it to their kids and they teach yes. it to their kids. And we have completely changed the whole thing, but it starts with, each and every one of us, people, I cannot tell you how many times people say, how do we change it for the children? It starts with you. They learn, they emulate the behavior that they see, that they witness, that they watch all the time. And the only way for you to change that is for you to show them something different. And that means you have to value yourself more. You have to fill your own cup. You have to put yourself higher on that priority list. And I'm not saying self-care as like bubble baths and and pedicures and stuff. My definition of self-care is any conscious and intentional act aimed at meeting your own needs. Take a minute. I encourage every one of your listeners to sit down and take a moment and think about all of the things that they do that they enjoy. Maybe they love cooking. Maybe they love going for a walk. Maybe they actually enjoy driving around in the quiet time between like when the kids are at soccer and they get to breathe in the car and read a book or whatnot. Write down all of the things that bring you a little bit of joy or a little bit of peace and then start putting an intention behind that. So when you're reading the book, the intention is, I am giving myself this half an hour so that I can refill my cup and feel better. This is my intention. Because you put that intention while you read for a half an hour, you're not constantly going, I should be flipping the laundry. I should cook some dinner. I've got to go pick this up. I've got no, you have set aside intentionally that amount of time. And when you're done, you feel better because there was purpose behind that moment. Yes. Anything can be self care as long as you put that conscious awareness and intention behind it. And self care will look completely different for you than it will. For me, than it will for you know J- Dame yeah. Judi Dench. Like everyone yeah. else is different. It does not have to fit into a cookie cutter thing. And right. teaching people that it can be whatever you want or need it to be is so important and beautiful.
0: Yes. Well, the personalization is where the self comes in, right? Um, it's for yeah. you. It's how. It's what works for you, and and I love how you you know you talk about. Being an an example to your children. Um, And I think it's especially beneficial. I mean, even though it is beneficial for um, daughters, I think it's specifically beneficial to sons because, you know, sons grow up with this macho, you know, mommy cook and daddy cut or, you know, or her hunt, right? Um, So to speak. And, And I think when you, when you change the narrative by the life you live, I have a term I like to use, love yourself and you show others how to love you. And and that's, yeah, and that's what that example is. One of the reasons I'm in Mexico is because I wanted to show my kids that they didn't have to live one place. They could travel and, you know, adapt to other culture if that's what they want to do. So I I really like how you, you know, you, you explain that because it's so beneficial to have it that way so that you're not only doing it for yourself and that's why self-care is not selfish, neither is self-love. It's not a selfish thing. Yeah. So I appreciate it. (laughs) I appreciate you. Yeah.
3: It is so important. And I agree with you on the whole boy aspect of it. It was actually... My aunt came into town when I was um, separating from my first husband. And I was still waffling on whether or not it was the right thing to do. And I have two sons, and they were 11 and 12 years old at the time. And she said, what are you teaching boys? Stay in this. What are you teaching them? And so Mm -hmm. getting out, I was able to start teaching them. Not only was self-care good for me, but I started to teach my kids at that age. Emotions are good. Emotions are letting you know that something is going on that needs to be addressed. So, if you're angry, great, let's talk about it. Why are you angry? What's underneath that? Is there fear? Is there, you know, what's really going on for you in this moment? And it gave me this new outlook and it gave my children a whole new experience. So, from 10 and 11 and 12 years old on, it was a completely different, oh, it's okay for my wife to take self-care time. It's okay for me to be emotional and I need to talk about it and discover what's going on. And so teaching, yeah, it's absolutely every, every person on this planet, it's very much a two-way street. And I love that you're teaching your kids now, even because as a grandma, I may not live with my grandkids. I may not be in the same state as them. However, I can still influence their lives Mm -hmm. just like you are, you know, Hey, I'm going to show you that it's okay to go and do and experience and be. Yes, definitely.
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. So we've learned that we, we need, we don't need to drive ourselves in the ground to show we love people. And because when we do, we experience burnout. Right. And I know that's one of the things you talk about. So tell us, what burnout is and how to
3: mitigate that in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Burnout is so huge and people talk about it as far as work goes and your employment and yet burnout affects every single area of our lives, every relationship that we have. Um, Burnout is literally that you've pushed yourself too far. Now that could be spiritually, that could be mentally, that can be physically and that can be emotionally. So you pay attention to where you're at. And if physically you push yourself too far, your body literally collapses, right? Mentally, your brain shuts down. Emotionally, you've heard of people having emotional, um, I just lost the word, uh, breakdowns, emotional breakdowns and whatnot. Um, Burnout is literally that you have pushed yourself too far in any one of these aspects. And you now have to, recover, recuperate, figure out what needs to happen. So the first step I think in burnout is recognizing to fixing burnout, to working with burnout is acknowledging that you're there. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, I'm here. I am completely burned out emotionally. I do not know what to do. I am a mess. Every time someone's kind to me, I just cry and sob because I am such a wreck and I cannot get back on top. Once you've recognized that you're there, then you can stop and check in. What do I need to help myself? Do I need to shut out everything for a little while? Do I need to give myself some calm, soothing music to help me calm down and come to my center? Do I need to meditate? Do I need to go for a walk? What do I need to do? So you recognize that, you are, that you've hit that wall. Mm-hmm. Then you look for something and it can be small, teeny tiny. It can be little steps can make a great big difference. Little things that you can do to fix it. You have to tell somebody. You have to let somebody know, I have hit this wall. I am a wreck. I need help. And whether that's me giving myself help or I'm asking you for help, it's huge letting somebody else know that that's where you're at because it adds a little bit of an accountability thing. It Mm -hmm. says, oh, I've acknowledged that this is where I'm at. Now I have to be accountable to get myself out because nobody else can get you out. Right? People can offer you a rope, but unless you're willing to climb the rope or the ladder, you're not getting out of there. You have to do the work. So burnout is all about self-awareness and recognizing I've gone too far. Now, what am I going to do to change that? Who am I going to let know? And then the last part that I always tell people is, how did you get there? what are the red flags along the way that you recognized? Oh, I'm going there again. Because if you recognize some of those red flags before you get there, it means that you can start, oh, I'm headed in that direction. So I'm going to step back now and give myself a little extra self-care here or a little boost there or reach out here or cut back there. Um, it's a multi-step process. And yet it all starts with that first I've gone too far,
0: yeah, all right, thank you. Um, mm, yeah <laughs> I've, I've been there so many times I, I you know it's just it's sometimes, sometimes you just don't even realize you're heading there and so it it's good to talk about it so we can recognize that it's something it's something significant and it's something we need to
3: address. So yeah thank you. and it's absolutely real and every one of us has experienced it so we can all be supportive of each other and say ugh you know i've been there so how yes. can i help and asking for help let me tell you asking for help is the strongest thing that you can ever do because not only does it acknowledge that you you are struggling and need assistance but can you like the bravery the bravery yeah. and strength it takes for you to get over yourself and be able to say hey Yes. Can you watch the kids for an hour? Because I, I just can't right now. The strength and the bravery that is there is so beautiful. And we need yes. to just demonstrate that for each other way more often because yeah. that's how we're, we're going to heal. That's how we'll shift the conversation.
0: Yes, definitely. Yeah. The asking for help is one of the biggest drawbacks to you know, how our success, I think, as solo moms, a lot of time we just so ashamed and stuff. We don't want to ask for
3: help. We don't want to bother people, you know, so, so, yeah. Yeah. The reality is that people want to help because then when they're in that same spot, they'll feel a little better asking. Yes. Yeah. So it goes around. Yeah. And it feels Mm -hmm. good to be able to help someone. Oh my gosh. Yes. Let me help you i have the ability i have the bandwidth and sometimes you're going to ask and people are going to be like i don't have the bandwidth i don't have the ability to help you right now and Mm -hmm. yet more often than not people are going to say yes i may not be able to do it right now but i can help you like later this evening or tomorrow i am with you and i hear you so yeah yeah let's just love each other
0: (laughs) yes for sure absolutely (laughs) yes so what is crystal grateful for today
3: Oh, I'm grateful for, uh, I'm grateful for slippers. I am grateful for, um, a beautiful universal energy that loves and guides me all the time. I am grateful for the gift of friendship and the people around me that I get to, Connect and communicate with on so many levels. And I'm really grateful for platforms like this that allow me to get my message out of you guys, let's love ourselves and then spread that to everyone else. That's awesome.
0: I'm okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. All right. So <laughs> I appreciate you coming and talking to us. And I, I really am enjoying this conversation. Um, But I want you to tell us how we can get in touch with you, how you can help us, Um, you know, what you have, your website, your social handle,
3: everything. Yeah. So I am at Crystal Jakowski on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And I have a website, crystaljakowski.com. And I feel like everybody needs to be able to access this stuff no matter where you're at financially. So on my YouTube channel, there are tons of free guided meditations and talks that you can access. And then I have an online course that's called Intro to You, and it's all about the four bodies, spiritual, mental, physical, and emotional, and it gets you connected with them and what Mm -hmm. self-care can you do to bring them into alignment. So that's online. And and then I also have in-person classes all about celebrating the coupleship that you have or um, connecting with the seasons that we all experience. We are on a very cyclical planet. So no matter mm-hmm. what gender you are, we all have these seasons, these cycles of you want to be with people, you want to be away from people, times when your hair looks great and your hair is flat as heck, or times that we're breaking out with mm-hmm. adult blemishes or we're We all have these rhythms and cycles. So I have another course that is all about helping people do that. And wherever you're at, even if it's not me, even if I'm not the one that you really connect to, I really hope that you are inspired to find someone or to start on the journey yourself of self-discovery, self-ownership, and completely transforming the world that you live in.
0: Mm, okay. Thank you. And we, yeah. I'll put those links in the show notes. So. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. So before I let you go, um, give me one piece of advice for a solo mom. And you could either frame it in the context of um, making yourself um, more successful in relationships and not just uh, an intimate relationship, um, but also how to live a life that, you know, is a, it, you're, you're proud of, like an abundant life, so to speak.
3: Yeah, Either one or both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the first thing that came to mind for me um, was actually boundaries. Think of a castle wall. You put boundaries up and those boundaries are to protect yourself and the energy that you are able to give out into the world. And you can't put those walls up without putting sentinels around the edges. So create those boundaries and then protect those boundaries so that you don't find yourself under attack and giving way more than you ever have the ability to do. Mm -hmm. Putting boundaries out there means that you are stronger. You are more confident. As long as you maintain them, you know where you stand, you know what you're willing to give, and you're less likely to give too much because you've already thought about this situation is going to come up and I really don't want to walk away from it exhausted. So what can I do ahead of time? Those sentinels see out into the future. They analyze, they let you know if there's a threat. So my big thing is give yourself boundaries because in giving yourself boundaries and giving boundaries for everyone else, you'll thrive. You will literally thrive because now you have extra energy. You have the ability to go and do and be and create beautiful things.
0: Wow, that is amazing. Um, set boundaries and sentinels guard your heart i love it yeah. i just love it that that is so beautiful <laughs> oh my gosh that is just amazing thank you i really appreciate you um, for coming and talking to me today um, crystal Jakowski. um and i hope that we'll be able to have this conversation again or at least you know more conversations
3: yeah. like this i really appreciate you Thank you so much for letting me come and share my message and my thoughts. You are an absolute delight. And I am so grateful for how you are bringing this out to so many people who really need it. So thank you. <laughs> thank you.
0: And we say in Mexico, the nada. <laughs> <laughs> Solo long, story was designed to curate the stories of solo moms globally. As a
2: facilitator of this platform, I aim to create a peaceful environment where you can share your heart, feel loved, and get the advice you need. So if this sounds like you, why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? The link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge connect with other moms and get answers to your burning questions remember you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence
1: hello solo moms as a solo mom of three adult sons i understand the challenges you face on a daily basis as a mentor My mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life. To see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey. But it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen.jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't in silence so take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire